Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of With Love Alexa. Today I have Daniel McGuire um, on with me to talk all things mental health, his business, and his time on The Bachelorette 12. He was also Bachelor in Paradise season three and four, X on the Beach. He's also a personal trainer. I mean, he's like a triple threat. He's done it all. <laughs> um, I'm excited to talk to him and see where he's been over the last few years. Hey, Daniel, how are you? Good yourself? Good, thanks. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to come on and talk to my audience and I. My pleasure. No, thanks for having me. So to start, just how's life? You were first seen on Bachelorette 12, um, and that's been a whirlwind ever since. So how's life now? My life, yeah, life is pretty good now. Obviously, it's a little bit slower and a little bit more boring because obviously you have COVID restrictions that are somewhat in place here. And also winters in Canada can be kind of boring and gloomy unless you love, you know, skiing and snowboarding, which I used to enjoy that. But as the years have gone by, I don't do it anymore for a variety <laughs> of reasons. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm just living life like anyone else. And uh, I, I really can't complain too much. Obviously, I, I, I would like to be traveling a little more right now, but it's kind of hard with the restrictions that are in place and whatnot. Yeah, where's um, where is like the first place you want to travel once it's all like lifted? Well, depends how long I was going. To, it depends how long I'd go on a trip for. So, I was supposed to go to Hawaii for two weeks in February. Mm -hmm. um, I was going to go there because one is kind of close. Number two is one of my clients has a timeshare that I was going to use for free. So it saves me a lot of money because I know Hawaii is expensive yeah. and I haven't been there before. But if I were to have like, say someone said, oh, you have one month to go travel, where would I go? Um, maybe Central America or Africa, one of those places. I've been to both, but I'll go to places that I missed. Um, if I had one or two weeks, um, maybe I'm not too sure Hawaii or um, I, I was just, I was in Mexico recently. So I'd have to think about that. Yeah. Have you ever been to Aruba? No, so I haven't done too much in the Caribbean. Most of my, uh, and I haven't seen too much of Europe. I've been in a couple places. Most of my travels have been in South America, Africa, uh, Asia, more specifically Southeast Asia, um, Central America. Well, that sounds pretty cool though. Like a great experiences for sure. Yeah, no, I'm I, I was glad I was able to do them when I could because I mean, obviously, now look right and that's kind of the way I live life the way I live life is always to live in the present do as much as I can while I can because you never know when that those opportunities you know they might be over and not I might not be able to do it again for a variety of reasons right just like right now like who would have thought a year or so ago like that all this would be happening exactly even I remember in the falls like I want to go to Mexico and right now this is November because who knows what's going to happen next. And then a couple of months later, you have these more travel restrictions, which make it very yeah. undesirable to want to go. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree completely. It's like, I missed that traveling too. I was supposed to go to Spain and Italy last summer, but obviously, so hopefully in the next couple of summers, I'll get to go. Yeah, no, I've heard good things about Spain. I've been, I've been in Italy for modeling, but I've heard good things. Well, that's pretty cool to say you've been to Italy for modeling. <laughs> that's kind yeah, of fun. I mean, it's one of these things. It's, it's always cool, like, uh, you know, thinking about it. If you haven't done it, once you're there, it's just, you know, it's just, I mean, you know, whatever. Like, it's, it is what it is. I mean, 
I'm not trying to downplay, but at the same time, it's just, you know, you're, there's lots of people there just because you're in Italy does not mean you're successful in any way. Most no, people of aren't, course. you know. And it's still so, like, you're there for work. So it's like, you don't necessarily get to experience like all of Italy too. No, of course it's, it's uh, well, I did get to travel around a little bit, but um, I was there for two months. It was a good experience overall. I, 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 uh, I'm glad I went. Yeah. So like we were just kind of talking about, so you model, how has that been like, um, when did you, was that after the bachelor or did you well, do that I don't, before? I haven't been modeling so much recently. Um, for a variety of reasons. Number one is just there's not only, there's only Vancouver is not that much work. Mm-hmm. Number two is a lot of the modeling like my size, like you know, that's even before model uh, these TV stuff is my size a little bit too big for a lot of things, mm-hmm. in, especially in Vancouver. Like for example, jacket size in in Europe they want a 36, 38, maximum 40. Now I'm like a 44 right now probably. Oh. Um. But ba- yeah. So anyways, I started modeling. I was modeling more in 2013, 14. I was doing. I did some here in Vancouver. And obviously Europe, Istanbul, um, LA. And that's kind of how I got on these shows is um, I got um, found, I guess, or I got, yeah, I guess found uh, in in, in LA Fashion Week or LA Fashion Week. So I got a message sent to me five months later on Facebook, six months, five or six months later on Facebook saying, hey, Danny, I want to do the show. And uh, that was The Bachelorette. And then that was my first show in 2016. And then eight shows later, the last show I did was MTV X on the beach in uh, 2019. So yeah, it was a good run. Yeah, really. That's a lot you've done, like and a lot of cool things and you're still going up. I mean, now you're getting into acting. Yeah, and that's yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, now I'm getting acting. So uh, doing the first movie this fall, um, independent movie, I don't know how big it's going to be, but I mean, it's the people that did the tenant or they're working the movie, the tenant, and they're working on this show as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I would still do more shows if I get asked. I've been asked to go on mm-hmm. all these reality, reality TV shows. If I get asked, I would do it as long as it pays. Um, at the same time, it, it is tiring doing these shows. Uh, it's, it could be a headache to get the paperwork, the blood work, the psych test, all that sort of stuff to, For sure. to sign up. And then even the time being, when you're filming it, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. A lot of times it's, it's so boring, so boring. Yeah. Um, kind of miserable at times. Obviously, obviously it's more fun than good and knowing that you're getting paid for it, but would I do it for free? No. Um, uh, but I'm kind of at the age where I'm 36 now. So, I mean, there's only so many shows that could be that are you know left for me to do. Um, mm-hmm. Also like some shows don't pay, so I'm not going to do that. Other shows, they want people who've never been on TV before. So obviously that doesn't apply to me. And, uh, yeah, so, but again, that being said, and other times people might think, like, obviously, if the producers or whatever they think they want to take this, the people to take the show more serious, they might think, oh, this guy's obviously not because he's done eight shows. Uh, maybe they don't want to pick me because whatever. Or they maybe think I'm not so PC because, you know, especially in the year 2021 with all the cancel culture and the yeah. whole woke movement, um, they might be like, this guy, you know, we, we'll have to edit him too much or we'll get in trouble for having him or something like that, even though I don't think I'm that bad. But I just find that, you know, everyone's very sensitive these days and, you know, see you got to be careful on who you pick. Yeah, no, I agree. So kind of going a little bit backwards. So your first show was The Bachelorette with JoJo in season 12. How was that? Like after you filmed, like, well, even during filming and like while the show was airing, how was that like on your mental health? Like your first time really being seen and well, you didn't really know what to expect? Yeah, good question. So the first time filming the show, you know, 
on the mental health. Yeah. Like very long days, um, very long days. I'm the type of person I need my sleep. So it's very mm-hmm. hard. And I, and I'm like, especially I like having my space when you're 20, 25, it's not so much, it's not so bad. You, you know, limited residence at, at university or roommates or, um, traveling and staying in dorms. It's okay. Well, once you get, you know, I was 31 at the first, my first show, I think five years ago, sorry, 30, 30, 31. And, uh, so yeah, you know, limited dorms with a bunch of guys and, in this sort of fake environment, unrealistic environment, you kind of, you know, I'm just, I bit my tongue lots and just kind of like, you know, it is what it is. And it's an experience, but it was a frustrating at times, you know, being with certain people you might not agree with. And, uh, you know, you don't want to get, you know, want to step out of line too much because otherwise it might edit you like a complete fucking idiot. Excuse my language, but, um, but it, overall it was fine. Some people don't do didn't deal with it that well. I remember people at the time, some of the guys were like, fuck, I want to go home. Like this is just too, yeah. too hard. This is not good. It's not, it's not fun. I'm not enjoying this. Um, afterwards, um, after being in my first show, let me think like, yeah, you have, so you have like a lot of attention, which I've had a little bit of attention in my life, you know, from modeling and whatnot and being in sports. So, and I, I you know, obviously going on these shows, everyone kind of likes that or wants that attention. So mm-hmm. I didn't mind it. Um, you know, kind of enjoyed it first and, um and you get used to it obviously after these shows you get used to it and oh but then time after a while you get annoyed at it because you get you get it all the time you, you can't do anything without people coming up to you um so when you hear these when you hear, when you hear celebrities talking about like oh they get worn out or they get tired or they don't want it i can only i can totally understand it because you can't do anything without people coming up to you good or bad right i you know people are going to judge you good or bad and it just gets annoying you can't hang out with your friends family you can't do this or that and uh, it's just, man, if you're someone like I don't know, Justin Bieber or Brad Pitt or whatever, <laughs> like, man, I can only imagine how bad it they have it. I would have the most, I would have so much security. Um, you have to. But, yeah. But after every show, so like after Bachelorette, my edit, I would say like, I would say like every, every edit is good, you know, has some good and bad. So Bachelorette, I'd say my edit like was probably like, mm, 60% in my opinion and what people came up to maybe like 60% good 40% bad like interpretation. yeah I think it got better too like the edits yeah, got better then, yeah so then on the, like Bachelor in Paradise uh, the first second show I did my edit was I'd say probably 90% good 10% bad and so mm-hmm. yeah and yeah so like I feel like probably as the shows go on, you probably have gotten like better edits because like people are starting to really get to know you in a way. Yeah, yes and no. I mean, cause sometimes people only see the first show that you, the, the one show you went on. Um, and, uh, but yeah, as time goes on, usually people kind of like know what's going on and kind of kind of understand where I'm coming from. Cause the very first show I did, people were like, they thought it was for real. They thought I was being serious. They didn't realize it. Then after they watch the second or third show, they're like, oh, okay, I understand what you're doing or why you were doing this or that. Um, but as, and also as the time goes on, as the shows went on, I was just, I became less and less where I, I really don't care what people think. I didn't care. And obviously not. If I've been on eight shows, do you think I really care what people think? Um, right. If I did, I would never have done that many shows. But uh, it is frustrating because, like, for example, the second show I did, Bachelor Paradise season three, I went really hard in the sense of like, 
I gave them so much material to work with and they could have made me look really bad if they wanted to like really bad uh, depending on that is they could have also made me look really good and so I think the, the edit they gave me was it worked out for my my it worked out um but other shows like where I don't give them as much they still like they could twist and turn and make it look really bad you know it's, yeah but I don't know what they want and so it's frustrating because you know you you might be a really good person and really smart or whatever but just depending on how they edit they can still make you look a certain way yeah no for sure and I think that's also another thing that's going to be good is because now you're like kind of segueing more into like movies like acting where they're you're playing a part so you're not necessarily like you're not going to be looked at good or bad it's just how you're acting and you can actually be yourself off camera of course is- and uh nothing is like because obviously it's my going to be in my first like role and is that if i do bad it's like well whatever like i'm not offended i don't really care you know or nothing is if people view it that they might not know that i'm bad just like that's the way he's supposed to be right right but but it, I, the best would be like if i would have my own show like say reality tv and then I can edit it the way I want and they could, you know, show more of who I really am because when it comes to these editors, they can really destroy someone's life uh, temporarily yeah. or even long-term and they have no sympathy. They don't care. They just care about ratings. Um, they don't care about the well-being of these people. And, uh, you know, some people get one minute airtime. Some people get an hour and uh, obviously the more airtime you get, usually the more followers, the more followers you get, the more money you get. The more mm-hmm. time you get, the more possibility of more opportunities, more shows. So your life is in their hands. Yeah. Um, so have you always wanted to be like in acting slash like reality TV? Or was this kind of just like all like kind of fell into your lap type of thing? I always wanted to be in reality TV, to be honest. <laughs> I, uh, when I saw the TV shows Amazing Race and Survivor, I was like, man, that'd be fun. Um, I think I could be entertaining. And I remember I'd be watching these shows. I'm like, man, these people are so boring. Like you have an opportunity to say, do whatever you want. Like there's no script. Just go crazy if you want. Who cares? So that was like 20 years ago or something like that. And uh, I stopped watching these shows because I was kind of jealous. I was like, I should be on it. I'd be better. I'd do a better job. (laughs) And then fair enough. I got it. You know, it kind of was destiny and it worked out. Was it like everything like you thought it was going to be or did you, was it way different than you kind of like pictured um, it? It was more or less what I thought. Um, maybe the more, I mean, I would say I can't go into too many details, but you don't realize just like how much power that eating is. How, it's crazy. Like, again, just how, how much airtime you might get and how they edit you with the music, the cues and people talking about you on the side or whatever. Um, it, it really, it is so, so powerful. Um, that's probably one of the biggest things. Yeah. What, um, what got you into personal training to become a personal trainer and start your own business? Well, I mean, when I was 18 years old, all, all I liked was sports and fitness at the time. I didn't like anything to like where the, when I was 18, I was like, I didn't want to be, and there's no job I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But back then, 2003, it was you go to university or you go to work at McDonald's. There's no in-between. There's no social media. There's no entrepreneur stuff. Society, my parents, school was basically university. You go to McDonald's. There's no in-between. And so um, 
parents paid for university. I was like, my dad went, my mom went, my sister went. So I was like, okay, I'll go. So I started taking like kinesiology related classes and, yeah. but I didn't take it serious because I mean, it was my first time away from home, you know, living home, obviously living away year around alcohol and stuff. There's no, there's no repercussions for missing classes, you know, getting in trouble early. So I didn't really take it serious. I mean, but it's a very common theme for most people. Anyways, long story short, I, um, I end up getting, I end up getting certified as a personal trainer through a course outside of university because I thought it might be a cool thing to do. Or I thought it'd be yeah. interesting. I like working out. I like fitness and kinesiology was a little bit, not what I needed or wanted to do. And so, and also because there was no program for like at university for personal training, there was for like mm-hmm. kinesiology, but it was at a different university. I'd have to transfer. My grades weren't good enough to transfer because I was messing around. So anyways, on long story short, I got certified as a personal trainer um, and then my degree in psychology, uh, major in psych, psych. So I finished those both around the same time in 2009. That's so and cool. I'm and sorry, and I've been personal training since uh, 2009. So, but always part-time because- um, You were doing everything else. Exactly. I was doing <laughs> traveling six months at a time to, uh, you know, modeling, working in restaurants, uh, TV and, you know, reality TV. So I was always doing it part-time. And so and that's currently where I am right now. <laughs> that's so cool. And I think like that you had a psychology degree too. It kind of helps because- you're doing the personal fitness, but sometimes you need to see how people think and how people work to really be able to help them proceed or pursue their goals in fitness. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, with the, my degree in psychology, you learn basically why people are the way they are, why they mm-hmm. think the way they are, and why they have the problems the way they are and how they do. And um, it's, you know, it's a good degree, but uh, if I was 18, when I go back and do it, no, I wouldn't go back to university at all because I think yeah um, it's just a business and university is good if you um you know you know you have a desire to become a doctor dentist lawyer engineer right you know deep down inside you really want to do that then it's great for that but if you're not sure just waste don't waste your money your time go travel go work um and uh there's so many other jobs and things you can do you know that you can learn another thing is like just because you have your degree means nothing um not only nowadays but even back then when i finished 2009 like you need your master's or phd which is one thing to get, do your four or five year degree it's a whole nother ball game to get your master's or phd you got to be you right go from, you go from being smart some semi-smart to semi-hard working to next level stuff in another one two three four five years or whatever it is um so yeah a lot of people i mean we don't back then we don't really we don't think about that we didn't really realize that at least i didn't No, I agree. And I think too, it's because like I was a communications major and I think what's hard, it's like a lot of the jobs that I was looking for, or it's like, you need this amount of experience. Well, I have the degree, but how am I going to get experience if everything I need is experience? Yeah, no, it's like that for everything. (laughs) I mean, I remember like fire, a buddy was trying to get a firefighting job and he was like, we don't, we don't hire you if you don't have experience. Okay. (laughs) Another friend, helicopter pilot. They're like, no, we want someone with, uh, you need 100 hours. Like, well, uh, how am I supposed to start? I... No, one, no one's going to Exactly. It's frustrating because you need that little, that spot to get in, to get yeah, experience. Like, and another thing with the universities, they don't, it's very, it's kind of like high school, but where it's not practical information. It's not like, 
useful. You can't, it's not hands-on. It's not like you can't put it in everyday life. You don't, it, a lot of what university and teaching is, is it's recall and recall and recognition. So it's basically, you don't understand what's going on. You just like, for example, especially multiple choice, that's what it is. It's all re recall and recognition. It doesn't necessarily mean you understand what's the actual Exactly. Like I always had a good memory. So like it helped me to memorize things and then doesn't mean I learned it. Yeah. I think too, it's like I used to, my, like my dad always says, it's like college should be like, do it like in a two year program where I don't need all this math and science for what I'm doing. So uh, I should be started. able to do the classes that I need. Don't get me started because Bachelor of Arts, I, have, yes. I took classes in <laughs> psychology, biology, geography, anthropology, sociology. Uh, I, I don't need any a, of it. <laughs> I had to have a, a second language, six credit second language. Like I said, it's, a, it's almost like, a, I don't want to say a scam, but it's just a business. And yeah. it's, unfortunate. it's unfortunate because luckily for me, my parents paid for my university and also my university wasn't that expensive. I think a, a semester was, without including books, was around $1,600, $1,800 a semester. Wow. Again, that's not, that's not including like uh, where like uh, rent or food or but that's, that's still just, not bad for just well, that's what I mean. That's what <laughs> I mean, though. So like, let's say including books, you're looking at anywhere from 2000 to 2500 because sometimes you get second hand books, so maybe 5000 max a year for, for five years. That's not bad. But, <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, I can only imagine how frustrating and depressed and angry I'd be if I was in the States and the same thing where you're like, I paid it out of pocket and you, you're 100K in debt or something like that. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, so one question I like to ask um, all of my guests, when you're going through something, whatever your struggle may be, how do you stay strong? Um, well, I, I always look, try to look at the positives in the situation, like any experience like last year, 2020, like a shitty year for a lot of people, but I was looking at my things that I thought to myself were, well, so far, the way I lived up to 2020 I was like I did it right as in I lived life in the present and I traveled and did as much as I could because you never know what's going to happen so it kind of it made, it reassured me like I'm doing things right and also staying on top of my health and my entire life made me realize wow I'm doing things right is again how important health is um and then and then at the current time with 2020 I was like okay so yeah you know I obviously I can, can't travel can't go to movie or movies or like concerts which I enjoy but I'll be able to like work out more, hike, do this. I still look at, I can watch movies at my place and focus. I can still focus on things. And I, 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 I started eating healthier because I was like, you know, I want to, I want to be even healthier. Mm -hmm. than, so I started eating more vegetables. So I look at you know, the positives, uh, even though there are, there were a lot of negatives. I try to look at the positives of the situation. Another thing I always think is like, man, things could be worse. Um, for example, like my dad, uh, he broke his neck mountain biking in 2008. And uh, he was a quadriplegic for 10 years. And I just saw how horrible that was. Um, man, things would be worse. You know, you always, whatever your situation is, it, it can always be worse. You could be living in Africa in a third world country and you'd be eating, uh, I mean, I remember in Congo, just how poor these people are. I mean, it's the poorest country in the world. And just, man, you think you have it bad because, you know, whatever situation it is, your boyfriend, yeah. your girlfriend dumped you or whatever. It's like, man, you get, I mean, it's, it's hard because it's always relative to your situation. Right. Um, as far as like, obviously being other someone else's shoes but um you know that's one thing i would say is like you know, i used to it could be worse and so anyways 
I love that. Thank you. And thanks for taking the time to talk with me about just your different experiences. Is there anything else you want to say to my listeners before we, um, before we wrap up, you can say where they can find you. I mean, yeah, I'm obviously on social media, but what would I, t- I mean, what would I tell people is just, I always say live life to its fullest, do as much as you can do whatever makes you happy. I, um, like currently what makes me happy is working out. So mm-hmm. I put, I, I do that every day, no matter like, or no, six days a week. You know, I, I make it the number one thing. I love working out. Um, I love hiking. So I go and try to do that. I'm going to go for a hike tomorrow. Um, and so sometimes your friends might not like what you think or do or your family, but you got to do what makes you got to make, you got to do what makes you happy because you only have one life to live. And I always say, man, if, if your life would end tomorrow, would you be happy with the life you've lived? And I can personally say, yeah, if I died more, obviously that sucked, but I've done every, I've done, I've lived a hundred lifetimes. So not to be cocky or anything, but I, per, I truly believe that personally. So, um, I just say do whatever makes you happy. So again, I'm going to go traveling as soon as I can and, uh, just live my life the way I want to live it. You gotta be selfish. So I think everyone should yeah. be a little more selfish and look after themselves and do what they do what they want. Well, thank you. And I love that answer. I think it is true. You do have to live in the present and you have to do what makes you happy. So thank you so much. And this was another episode of With Love Alexa. And I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.